I think it sounds better from farther away. Get real close to the radio, kids. It's the Sleeping Situation Podcast. Do you like that? Yeah. But who are you? I'm Matt. And I'm Ivy. Uh, there's a, um, there's a David Letterman, uh, it's Primus on David Letterman. And that's what he does. He goes, get real close to the TV, kids. Oh my God, it's Primus. <laughs> it's great. There are people yelling in the hallway also, which is great. But you know, if you can hear them, I'm sorry. Uh, if you've never listened before, this is Sleeping How Situation. How dare you? How dare you? But now we'll educate you. Uh, it's a show where we talk about our lives, and we review pop culture, and we play some silly games and whatnot, generally get off on tangents, and it's a great time. So thanks for uh, listening. Hey, Matt, what you been up to this week? Well, I had uh, several gigs. Um, well, last week, I... Was it last week we recorded before I had a gig? Yes. Yeah, I had band practice, so I went to band practice... And I broke my chorus pedal. Uh, now that I've bought like four pedals in the last month or so, uh, I broke my chorus pedal. So now, now I need to fix that. Ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? I have. I'm. I keep saying I'm gonna get rid of stuff, but I'm actually. I want to get rid of some stuff. I have too much stuff. What you talking about? Here? What you talking oh, about? Oh my goodness. Um, Anyway, uh, my band Hollow Rogues played at the matinee. Uh, that was fine. Um, it's a very small place, but they give you, like, a bar tab, which is nice. And then they give us food at subs, which is also nice. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Sometimes places don't give us any money or anything. So. It's like they don't even want you there. Yeah. It's like they want you there, but then they're like, we're not going to do any promotion or pay you, but we need you to bring all of your friends out. The whole band venue relationship is so messed up, it makes me unbelievably angry. Yeah, that's just wrong. It's like... Uh, so then, that was last week. This week, I had a gig Friday night... At Maury's and Maslin playing with the Zach Griffith band, uh, which was like a three-hour deal. If I could whistle, I would do the uh, Zach Griffith theme song. Oh, no. But I can't whistle? And yet you do anyhow. Please spare us. <laughs> that was the closest I've ever been. Can you do it? Yeah. Will you do it real quick? No. I want you to prove it. I no. don't believe you. Well, I'm I don't believe you, whistling. so mine is, mine is better then. On the podcast. Please whistle on the podcast. No. Please whistle. I'm not doing Please. that. So, at this Everyone gig, tweet us for Matt to whistle. Go on. Matt whistle you know, 2020. All right, look up the... Uh, everyone needs to look up the Peppa Pig... Peppa Pig... Uh, Whistling uh, bit. ...scene when she's trying to whistle. <laughs> it's so good. And that's exactly our household. <laughs> Um, most What's time. whistling? <laughs> uh. I don't know if I could do it that high. You just put your lips together and blow. What like this? <whistles> Ding. That wasn't very good when my lips are dry. Um, anyhow. Um, I'm just going to point out that you did a SpongeBob quote this time, and what uh, time are we at? 3.57. You beat me last time. My time last time was like four something. You beat my score from last time, and you made around, fun of me last time. Hanging around you too much. Not enough. You have to do it more now. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, I parked my car in the street, and somebody ran into it. Rude. Uh, put a nice big old crunch in the front. So uh, now I have to get my car fixed. It seems to be driving okay, um, and it didn't smash the headlight or the mirror, which I am glad for. Or the hood. Uh, it might have gotten the hood a little bit, oh, yeah. but it doesn't really look like it. The only real issue is that I can only open the door about a foot and a half, <laughs> so i got to squeeze through there. Well, we're going to get it fixed. Yep. One way or another. Um, gosh, I've just been busy 
I'm awful busy these days. I'm awful tired. I'm just, I, I like being busy, but now I'm, I'm like, I can't enjoy being busy because I don't have any time to not be busy. Does that make any sense? I guess so. It's like if you're busy all the time, it's the same as being busy none of the time. That's not true. I don't think that's quite true. I just, I like that philosophy. That's one of my few philosophies. If everyone's super, no one is. Yeah. It actually was, um, uh, in English class, they said if you highlight everything, it's the same as highlighting nothing. I disagree. <laughs> everything is important. No, but it, but if you, like, just highlight the entire book, you might as well have not highlighted anything, right? I just faked my annotations in high school all the time. Yeah. I would just circle random crap. I was not trying. I was like, this is pointless. This is not helping and me. And yet you got A's. Yep. Um, it just, I just didn't need to write in my book to do so, but it was checked, so I would write, like, literal nonsense in the margins. Yeah. I would go through and just, like, write the word elephant. <laughs> they didn't look what you wrote. It was just like, are there, is there pencil in it? Yeah. Um... We found a really cute house online, and we wanted to go look at it, and Ivy emailed them, and they said, oh, it's no longer available. So I'm going to call them tomorrow and see if they're bluffing. Do they just hate me because I didn't call I and know. use the email option? It's still on Facebook, though. It's still listed everywhere. It's even listed on a different site. Oh, well, like the one I usually use. They should take that off there. Yeah, I don't know. So, well, maybe it's not final yet, so they can't take it down, but they're not showing anybody new or something. I'm going to call anyway. Yeah. Because it is a cute little house. It's yellow. With a whole attic for Matt to put all his stuff in. That just means you have to carry it all the way down when you... Uh... That's fine. I mean, I won't take everything up there. I'll take all the stuff that, like, stays. No, you get one room, mister. <laughs> You're not taking over my house. You've already taken over this small square footage. You can't take over a whole house. There's a piano in the basement. But I want my piano. That's fine. Oh, so you can take over the house, but no. I'm not allowed I to I get take one over the piano. House. That seems fair to me. Alright. Um, next gig coming up. Uh Zach Griffith Band, Buzzbin. Uh February sixth. Thursday. Not super thrilled about a Thursday gig. But they're paying me. Well, them's the breaks. I got a car to fix, and a computer to fix, and uh, cat to feed. Cat to feed. Taxes to pay. I am. Um, I'm supposed to take my car in on Wednesday to get the wheels aligned, but now I'm like, my front is smashed. Are they gonna? Is it, I think we should take care of the front first, but maybe call them and see what they say. Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't take it until you've talked to them. Right. And see what they say. My concern is, like, they'll align it, and then I and take it to the body shop, and they're like, oh, your whole front end's jacked. Yeah, I think it's, I would say it's not worth messing with your tires or anything until. Right. I would think. All right. Oh, uh, what's going on with you this week? Oh, uh, well, last night we had family pizza night. My family came up, and uh, I ordered a pizza from the upper crust that's around the corner. And uh, it said it would be ready at 6 o'clock, so my dad and I went over at 6 o'clock to pick it up. There were about a million people in the little, like, pickup area. It's not, like, a sit-down restaurant. There's, like, a bar with some bar stools in the window if you come at, like, lunchtime or something. But, like, it's mostly a pickup window. Uh, and there were, I'm not kidding you, 30 people crammed in there. And everybody was waiting, and they were super behind. And so we didn't get our pizza until 30 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was an hour instead of 30 minutes, like it said online. And, like, I understand, like, they get busy, and they were doing their best and everything. I don't really blame them, but it was like, wow, it was a lot. There were a lot of people in there. Uh, but it was, it's good pizza, so, you know, we all enjoyed it. Um, then Zane and I traded some Pokemons on Switch, and my parents were horribly confused the entire time. Uh, they tried their best. My mom revealed that she's like, I have never understood this game. I don't know what you do. She's like, I know there's the little guys, and that's it. She didn't know what you do with them, or, or what they're for. What a Pokemon is. 
Uh, and then we played the Trogdor game, and everyone was horribly confused. But once we figured it out again, we had a good time, and then we played a round of apples to apples, and uh, then they went home before it got too snowy. And it was fun. Uh, I don't think we talked about last week we had game night as well. A week ago, uh, we went over to our friend Cam and Beth's house, and they made us chicken parmesan, and we played some card games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one game was called In a Pickle, and basically you have cards with like objects or ideas on them, and you have to make stacks showing what cards are bigger and what cards are smaller. But it's not always as simple as, like, an elephant is bigger than a car. There's, like, in your hand you have, like, shopping mall, bread box, uh, happiness, and trauma. And it's, like, you have to play them on the cards that are out. And it's, like, well, is, is happiness bigger or smaller than a shopping cart? Or, you know, bigger or smaller than the Grand Canyon? Well, you just have to, like, make up reasoning why. So once we got the hang of it, that one was pretty fun, I thought. It was. It became less about having something that was bigger or smaller and more about how you could weasel whatever you were about to play into working. Yeah, that's the best part. I think once we got going, I think what made it work was that we had to decide... Like, we had to decide what the pattern was mm-hmm. for the stack, and you had to stick with it. Yeah. So it was like, once someone had used this definition for the thing they laid down before, you had to use that same definition and build off of it for yours. Rather than saying, like, well, in a different sense, because then you can just argue anything. If you have to stick with what somebody said before, then it was more interesting, I thought. Um, so anyway, we had a fun time that night, too. Um, I decided I needed another hobby, because I certainly don't have enough with all my 700,000 things that I like to do. Um, so I'm going to try and learn to embroider things, and I brought, I brought, I bought an embroidery hoop and some embroidery floss and some needles and stuff, and uh, I'm going to try and sew some pretty designs into stuff. Haven't started it yet, definitely will this week sometime, and uh, hopefully it's fun. I think the thing about it is it's probably not that hard, like I've looked up some videos and stuff and learned how to do the stitches, and I'm already like, I've sewed in my life, so I I know my way around a needle and stuff, but um, it's like, it just takes forever. Mm -hmm. I think the time and like the patience is just going to be what does it, so that'll be a fun little experiment to do. And uh, I lived up to my life's full potential this week by making a Spongebob-related Instagram page, because I discovered that I have access to the Spongebob font that they use on the time cards. So, like, the one hour later. Um, And so I made an Instagram. You can follow it. It's live. It's out there. It's called Sometime Later Insta. All one word. And I'm just making, like, Spongebob-looking time cards, but I'm just going to put the most random sayings on them. So it's always going to be, like, something later. My first one was, like, two hours later. But uh, I have them scheduled up for this week. To, for one to go up every day because I made a bunch today. And so it's always going to be some length of time or some activity later over, like, very pretty photos. So we'll see. I'm not trying to do anything, like, amazing with it. I just found the font and thought it would be really fun, and I decided I needed to do that. So uh, follow me there if you want to. I don't care. Shoot, I don't care. So uh, how about we move on to everyone's favorite segment? Okay. It's time for Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Bob, go ahead. Um, so, I we talked, I, I finished watching um, Home Improvement last week. We talked about that. Um, but now I've started watching The Twilight Zone. And I've been watching the old one. The OG Twilight Zone. Um, some of the episodes are really amazing, and most of them are fine, and some of them are really bad. Uh, which is not something that I had realized before. I think they really cherry pick it when they put it on, put them on TV. That's what I was gonna say. They put like the best ones on. Yeah. Um, like they can't been, all be winners. Yeah, there's been a lot that I haven't seen before, um, but none of them that I haven't seen that was like, wow, that was amazing. Hmm. So it's it's fine, but I'm I'm only in the second season. How many are there? Uh, five, I think. 
Five. Five. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, I can only watch, like, I have to not watch so many in a row. It's, but that's the thing, is that some of them are just, like, um, they're not, like, creepy or weird or anything. It's just, like, uh, there was one that, like, aliens come down and give this guy superhuman strength. Hmm. And so he's going around showing it off, and then they just take it away from him. Oh. And it's like, that's it. Oh. It's not... It's kind of anticlimactic. Right. Thinking about, like, how twisty some of the other ones are. Right, yeah. It's, like, yeah. super boring. Yeah, some of them are, like, actually scary. I just mean even just, like, you know, surprise endings or, right, like, yeah. you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's pretty, like, straight and narrow. Yeah. There's one that um, I watched that I'd seen before, but I kind of forgot about it. That's uh, It's William Shatner and his, like, fiance. And they stop at this little diner, and there's like a little uh, like a little napkin holder that you put a penny in, and it tells you your fortune. But then like things start coming th- true, and he keeps like putting more pennies in and getting a little and asking all these questions. It's pretty good. Um, also, we've been watching the Clone Wars. Uh, it's so good. It is so good. The show is so good. Uh, we're into uh, Cad Bane is there now. He's my favorite. He's so cool. For um, all you folks out there. Uncle Iroh was a voice actor in this last episode. The, the character said, like, one line. I was like, that's Uncle Iroh. And I looked it up, and it's, like, it's the guy that replaced the original guy that played him in the show. Yeah. In Avatar. I'm getting really good at picking out voice actors. Also, apparently everyone is in the Clone Wars, so. Yeah. There's lots of characters in the Clone Wars. Um, I made bagel pizzas this week, and they're oh, real yeah. good. Um, oh, I forgot, I kind of forgot to say, uh, my band The Low Siders played a Happy Dog last night in Cleveland. I had never been to Happy Dog, and I got a burger, and it was amazing. You didn't get a Happy Dog? I did not. I was, I was, uh, briefly verbally assaulted, uh, for going <laughs> to Happy Dog and not getting a hot dog. But why do they serve burgers if no one wants you right. to get them? So, that's, I'm just teasing yeah. you. Yeah, burgers more expensive. It was not cheap. I bet. Well, I mean, it's like a crafty place, right. you know. Um, it's kind of like uh, like how Barrio is. Oh, like you pick what you want. Yeah, you get a big golf card, and you just fill it out. Oh, okay. And then you hand it to them, and they bring oh, you food. Oh, that's kind of cool. So I got that, and I got I got so I got a burger with it was like beer, cheese, um, like fondue cream, Ooh. and then I got grilled peppers and onions, bacon, and a fried egg. That sounds like a heart attack. Oh, it was delicious. And then I got sweet potato fries to balance it out. I love sweet potato fries. Nate got, they do French fries with ghost pepper cheese. Oh, no. That sounds like a bad plan. They're real spicy. Did you try one? I did. I did tried Did you some. die? Uh, not entirely. It's not, it's not like in there. It's just like shredded on top. Oh. Did you like it? Yes. Oh. It's good. It's, I would not it's try spicy. that. Dave got it on his hot dog. And he's like, the thing about it is, is it takes a second Mm-hmm. So he took, like, a couple bites, oh. and then it kicked in. <laughs> uh, but I ate way too much food, and uh, I upset my stomach, but I have no re- regrets, because it's real good. It's real good. Good stuff. Yes. What are your things of the week? This week, my things of the week include the version of Into the Unknown from Frozen, but the one that Panic at the Disco does for the credits, better than the version that's in the actual uh, movie. I've been listening to it a lot because... Tome of the Unknown? Yeah. Um, because any song that lets me listen to Brendan Urie hit those kind of ungodly notes just over and over and over again is just A-plus in my book. I cannot believe the man has the vocal range that he does. He's got to be one of the best vocalists of all time. And I'm not even kidding. Uh, also, I've been listening to some of my old CDs in my car. So I listened to American Beauty, American Psycho by Fall Out Boy. And uh, Brand New Eyes by Paramore, like, both this week. And I'm like, wow, this is a good time. Uh, so I've been listening to my CDs what a lot. What year is it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, shoot. I need to go grab something. Uh, quick, vamp for me. Okay, I will talk into the microphone. Um, if you remember, I signed up for Spotify Premium, and I'm still enjoying it. And if you're like, hey, Matt, should I get Spotify Premium? Yes, you should, because it's all of the music. And it's been a lot of fun. And it's weird because I'll, like, remember that there's bands that I like and that I can listen to them in my car now, and that's weird. 
That sounded very sponsored. I wish it was. Uh, Your Spotify. Throw some money this at This is us. not a paid plug. <laughs> I just enjoy music. I listened to the first Spoon album on the way to my gig the other night. Spoon, we've never heard you talk about that I before. I love Spoon so much. I'm glad that you had fun. I was just, I hadn't listened to that one yet. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Why are you making fun of me? I'm not. All right. Uh, I'm back. Uh, I forgot to write down exactly what this is. There's a uh, face mask that I brought. Brought? Why do I keep saying that? Bought from the drugstore, and it is by the brand Formula 1006, and it's called Pores Be Pure Skin Clarifying Mud Mask. <laughs> Strawberry and Yarrow. It's in a very pink bottle, and I just couldn't remember off the top of my head what the brand was or what it was called, but it's uh, very good on your face. I need to... I need to like illustrate how it that how that should be. It should be in a big, like brown bottle like this. I'm drawing it for Ivy. Pours be pure. Yeah, and there's like a, yeah, and it's like an apothecary bottle. Pours be yeah pure, and then there's like little pure. Uh, it's pure. Pure. No, P U R. Um, I would still pronounce it pure. All right, and then there's like little swirlies at the top. At the bottom, it's like a really fancy bottle. Like we'll, that. we'll post the picture for everyone's benefit. <laughs> anyway, um, it cleans out your face real good and makes your skin super duper soft. The first time I used it, it like burned my face a bunch. Not like badly, like it went away when I took it off, but it was like very tingly. Mm. Um, but like the next couple times I used it, it didn't really tingle that much at all. So it must have just been the first time my face was like, what? Well, it burned all the skin off. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Um, but if, if you want to smooth up your face, it's a really good mask. Um, also, I bought the uh, graphic novel that uh, continues the story from The Legend of Korra. Uh, the first edition is, is called Turf Wars. It's three, it's like three comic books, but I bought like the, the collection like in one book. And the, it's a very pretty hardcover, and it's a very large book, and it's gorgeous, and I just keep looking at it. I haven't read it yet, but it's so beautiful, and I cannot wait. It's... Um, Written by the two creators of the show, so it is, like, like legitimate canon, like, continuation of what happens after the show mm-hmm. ends. So it's not even just, like, somebody else imagined what's going to happen. It's, like, the writer saying this is what happens next. It just isn't show, it's book. Yeah. Um, so it's for real, and I am so excited. Also, um, I love sticky notes in any shape, size, or form. And last but not least, it's finally, finally Conversation Hearts season again. Time for me to eat yucky chalk candy, and I'm happy about it. Things of the week. Bop. So, uh, let's move on to the review. Review. How about tell us about it? How about, okay. Thank you. Um, we're going to review the new Beck album. It's called Hyperspace, and it came out in the tail end of last year. Um, but we were doing our Decomber and so now we're going to review it for you on the podcast. We're going to do it not on the podcast so you can't hear it, so we'll, we'll just go Ha-ha! and we'll come back. Um, so Beck is uh, one of my favorite people, artist people. Um, and his last of this most recent album sucked. And we reviewed it, and I was very angry. I think it's one of the lowest rated things we've ever... I think... I think it's the lowest rated thing we've ever reviewed. It might be. Because we gave it, like, twos. And we usually don't give below, like, I wasn't. Four. I wasn't angry. I was sad. Was I was angry. Lots I was of sad. stupid. I hated it. Well, and now, <laughs> now he has this album out. I remember when they first invented Beck. <laughs> I always hated it. That's not true. I don't hate his older things. I hate Morning his, Phase is such a good album. His super older stuff I can't get into, but like Odelay into like Sea Change and Mutations and uh, Wero and The Information, all of his like middle. <laughs> I don't know. All any the of middle those. bits. I know some of the songs, I think. So, uh, what do you think about what's it called again? Hyperspace. It's called hyperspace. What do you think of it? I think it's still trying to be a pop album. Mm-hmm. Like he still wants to make a pop album, but it's a little more Beck this time. Yeah. It's like last time he read a book on what pop music should be, but didn't actually listen to any pop music. 
And this time he actually listened to some pop music. The last time he fed an algorithm into a computer asking it to write pop music and it it did its best and it was horrible. Um, But this one, I think, is it still has a lot of um, kind of poppy elements, but it's more kind of classic Beck, if that makes sense. I see. This one sounds like a Beck album. Colors does not. How about that? True. All right. Um, I think it's a pretty chill album that I desperately tried to enjoy, but I had to try really hard. Oh. <laughs> um, what did you like about it? Uh, I liked that, unlike the last one, um, being that this is a pop album, it draws a lot more from the kind of 80s new wave pop. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of drum machines and cheesy synths. And it has that kind of, um, I don't want to say chill wave, because that's not really it, is it? No. Um, but it's in the ballpark, kind of. See, but it's not quite it. See at the new Tame Impala stuff, mm-hmm. and it's very much in that direction. It mm-hmm. kind of has that, like, um, like Mac DeMarco does it a lot with the, the synths. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot kind of dancier, I guess. Um there's, like, actual guitar on this album and bass. I didn't hear it. I, I I'm glad it. you did. Yeah. Um, it feels like a more natural progression of the sort of later era Beck stuff into a more pop-centric sound. Um, I think part of the weirdness of Colors was that he had... So it was um, Modern Guilt, which was very guitar-y, um, there's some synth stuff. It was really a really bass-heavy album. And then he went totally the other way into Morning Phase, which is very acoustic. And then mm-hmm. way the heck over in left field for colors. Mm-hmm. And it's this seems more of like if you look at the information into Modern Guilt and you were like, all right, the next album's going to be a pop album, it sounds more like a natural progression into that sort of sound. That um, seems to make sense. Uh, let's see. Morning phase with a pop influence, yes. It sounds like Beck. This, like, I keep saying that, and it's a weird thing, but he has a very specific way of writing, and he uses very specific chord changes and, like, vocal melodies that Mm -hmm. it's, he just has a sound that is his. I I don't know what it is. I wish I could tell you, like, the specific chord changes, because if I knew them, I would use them all the time. Um, but it it feels more like a Beck album. It's not my favorite Beck album, but it, it at least feels like something that comes from an artist that I'm familiar with. Um, strangely enough, I like the back half of the album better than the front half. I agree. Um, the songs Stratosphere, um, Dark Places, Star... Um, I thought the song Chemical was really um, in that sort of... I think Stratosphere was probably my favorite. That one's all right. Maybe Dark Places. Um, but it's... The second half is more um, kind of acoustic and song and texture driven, where the front half is sort of more beats driven and more like, let's make a dance record. Um, but that's what I liked about it. What did you like about it? Um, I liked the overall vibe of it, that it was laid back, it was, like, chill music. I think it was relaxing for the most part. Um, it would make decent background music, and... But it's not like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, and I I think because of that, it feels really inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Being that the front half is very electro-pop, and the back half is more acoustic, more kind of laid back. Um, more song-y, if that makes any sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's more focused on a song as a thing and not just, like, individual elements. Yeah. Um, the last song, Everlasting Nothing, is too long and doesn't hold up enough to be the last song on the record. You said that last week. I know. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Why is that a thing? Is that a thing now? Let's put the Let's put the long, slow-burner song last on the record. It, Where else are you going to put it, though? Not anywhere. That's all I'm saying, I, I though. If, you, if that's what you got, where are you going to put it? Middle. Yeah? All right. You can, I think you can do... Next to last? Yeah, where I think a good spot for that kind of song is next to last. 
Cause it, yeah, I would agree. I like albums that do that next to last. Right. Um, I mean, even when we did the, the Low Siders record, we mm-hmm. put one of the longer, spacier songs next to last. And then you finish we finished with, with We finished with a banger. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It just feels like it, it fizzles out a little bit mm-hmm. that way. And it's like I'm expecting it to, like, end. And it's just, just, like, on and on and going on and on. Um, yes. Good. That's what I don't like. I'm, I am nervous to ask what you don't like. Because it seems like there's about to be a lot. And this is... No, there, I have it pretty boiled down to a few things. Okay. But you got to ask me the right way. Okay. Uh, do you have any grievances of which to air? <laughs> yeah, I got a few. Um, I, the thing is that I really wanted to like it. And I feel like under different circumstances, these were like closer to songs that I would like, but I didn't. So what I have decided is that it's the production that I don't like. Like, some of the lyrics weren't that great. And, mm-hmm. you know, the songs, a lot of them sounded a lot the same to me, very similar. Um, but I think it's, like, the spacey, like, all the swishy sounds and, like, all the dumb ad-libs and, like, all the vocal effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I don't like. If it was more just, like, regular, like, electronic pop kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, I like the 1975, obviously. I say it all the time. And that's, like, the electropop I like. Mm-hmm. The synth pop I like. Electropop. Yeah. Um, I wish, I think I wish this was that, and it wasn't. Yeah. And I'm trying not to, like, put different expectations on it, but from the first song, I thought it was going to be more down that road, or even, like, Tame Impala kind of yeah. stuff, and that's what it sounded like at first, and then I was like, where'd that go? Because now this is just, like, computer bleep bloop pop, and I don't like it. Bleep bloop pop. Um, I don't like that the same voice effect was on, like, pretty much the whole time. We just talked about this, like, last night, how, like, auto-tune mm-hmm. works and how, like, it's, it can't, it doesn't have to be a bad thing if it's being used for a specific purpose within the song and not just being used to, like, make somebody sound better or being used too much. And I think here, like, even if it's not auto-tune, like, whatever that vocal effect yeah. that was on it, I didn't like it because it was overused the whole time. So, it, like... Like you just said, if you highlight everything, it's like you highlighted nothing. So if you use it the whole time, it's like, why bother? Yeah. Um, So I didn't like that. It was very... I think it sounded dated a lot of the time to me because it was a very, like, retro-futuristic look at, like, space music. Yeah. It's like somebody from the 80s with a Casio keyboard playing some Napoleon Dynamite shit was like, (laughs) this is what I think the year 2020 is going to be. Yeah. And so it sounded dated to me. At the same time, sure. it's like it's trying to do like really modern things because some of them like had some weird hip hop to them that I oh, hated. Well, I didn't even talk about that. That was bad. I did not like it. So it was like a very strange mix of like very dated sounds with like very modern songwriting, yeah. maybe. Um, and I don't think it worked. I didn't care for a lot of it for that reason. It's not that I hate it. It sounds like I hated it. I just wish I would have liked it more, and I wish it had been handled differently. And, like, so it evens out to me just being like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't think I'll listen to it again. I just, I'm just not impressed. But sure. it, it certainly was better than last time. Yeah. Um, so, in terms of a rating, what would you give it? Um, I think, I, yeah, I said it's definitely better than the last one. I mean, it couldn't have been much worse than the last one. <laughs> I don't think one. anything could be worse. Um, like, a real pop artist makes better albums than that. Yeah. And he's supposed to be, like, such a good musician, but he made the That's... worst pop album I've ever heard. I, <laughs> I don't even want to get into what happened. It's just... Yeah. I know I'm, I'm getting away from the point, but... Right. It's fun. To, but that's the thing. It's like, it's fun to complain about it. Sure. This album was just very like, uh, to me. Yeah. It, okay. It's better. It still feels really inconsistent to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if the whole album was more how the back couple songs were. Yeah. It would have felt a lot better. Agree. And it would have been more in the line of sort of what he's known for. Um, as a whole, I don't think it's terrible. There was certainly stuff in there I didn't like. Um, yeah, I I didn't even mention the the hip hop 
like rapping bits. Like it's bad news, man. Beck is a fifty-year-old white dude. He does not need to be rapping over stuff. Like I don't understand why he's made these choices. Like I don't get why you why he would go in this direction when it's obviously not his wheelhouse and not what he's best right. at. I think I remember seeing an interview with him that after Morning Phase came out, he said that he wanted to his next albums to be more kind of upbeat. Yeah. And so the live show was more fun. But you got to write good songs still, though, right. bro. Or just like write <laughs> Like it matters that the songs aren't bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's if you listen to his old stuff, like it's it's upbeat and it's weird, but it's good. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's trying to, like, appeal to new people. Maybe. Because I don't think that's working, because I don't think anybody who didn't already know who he was knows who he is now. Right. So I don't think it's working. So I just, it that, seems like such a left turn. That, like such, that almost has to be what he's going for. It's or, like, you know, or at least somebody is, like, driving him that way. Or, right. you know, the record company, whoever, like... I don't know who makes these decisions. And I don't always want to put, like, everything on the artist because there's definitely other influencing right. factors, I'm sure, like, when you put out an album. But, like... Do you know what? All right, this is what I want to hear for Beck. This is what I want to hear 2020 Beck. Um, I think he should do a record um, just playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Just playing guitar and singing. And I want Dan Auerbach to produce it. Yes. Right? And do it, like, with a band. Yeah, how good would that be? <laughs> and just, you know, he can do more rocking stuff, but keep it, like, within a thing. Yeah. Right? Have five dudes playing this music. Yeah. Like, all right, this is this is my new thing. Um, all right, it's uh, Beck on guitar and vocals, uh, Dan Auerbach, lead guitar, backup mm. vocals, um... You gotta have, uh, let's see. Pino. 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 Pino can play bass. We'll just get the we'll get the D'Angelo rhythm section. Pino on bass. Questlove on drums. Nice. Um, we gotta get somebody to play keys though. I don't know who plays. Keys. Um. Uh, Jack White. Why not? <laughs> Jack White can come up as long as Jack White doesn't sing or write or play guitar. He can play or, keys or make any contribution. Yeah. As long as he doesn't. But, like... Don't touch anything, Jack. Yeah. I think they can make a wonderfully strange album that's still very listenable. That sounds and, like, like something fun. I would want to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Who do I Who do I have to call? Ghostbuster. Oh, no. You didn't give your uh, rating uh, out of Oh, 10. I said, like, a, a low six. Yeah, I gave it a five. I, like, didn't like it enough to say I liked it. Yeah. There was... But I mean, there's five stuff is, I liked. I'm, like, absolutely yeah. neutral. I didn't like or hate it enough to, to care. I mean, I don't. I didn't super like it, but I don't actively dislike it. Yeah, I said at least it's listenable. Um, but it just feels like he can do better. Yep, he can. He has. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, review. Review. Cool. Now it's time for something very exciting. We're gonna do a brand new game. Everybody, cheer! Go. Hey. Got to uh, flip my notebook around. We should have. What we should have done was write down what who we got said. this. What I should have said was nothing. Did you see that today is the 15 year anniversary of him jumping out the window? No. Yeah, he posted something about it. Oh wow! Wow, that was that got real. All right. Um, He's Mike, fine. It's Mike Birbiglia. Mike Mike Birbiglia uh, jumped out of a second story window when he was sleepwalking. Sleepwalking at the La Quinta Inn in Waiyawaiya, <laughs> Washington. It was 15 years ago today. Blessings to you, Mike. Um, so there's. Well, I think <laughs> no, a lot of people. No, let me finish my thought before go ahead. we got. I'm we should have. We should have said who we got this from because we stole it from somebody I, on I the internet. I was just gonna say that. Oh. I don't have the name in front of me. There is a very popular tweet going around right now that we are definitely stealing this from because I had it saved and then you showed it to me and I had meant to send it to you and right. say we should do this. Um, some girl on Twitter said that she and her friends do this thing called bracket night and they make a bracket of something and have to argue about who wins each, uh, seed, each yeah. stage, uh, until they get to the winner of the bracket. Um, and we're going to do that. So we're going to do the bracket game. It's, it's like top five, but not. I had, I had a really great name for it. Um, and now I don't. Bracketeering. Re- that is, that's pretty good. Bracketeering. 
Um, it was like, uh, it was something. Uh, Get Brack. No. Uh, it was like, it wasn't Bracket Madness or something. I don't remember. Situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do a bracket. And the topic that we've picked, and we've picked the the uh, eight things that we're going to narrow down to the one best. Mm-hmm. And uh, I picked the topic, and I said we should narrow down the best uh, Applebee's appetizer. What did you write? What? Oh, bracket apps is what you wrote there. Yeah. I, Stop, first of all, you can't read my writing right side up. Stop trying to read it upside down. No one can read my writing right also, side down. Uh, also, in the future, uh, these are known as Bappletizers. Bappletizers. Bracket Applebeezletizers? No, we call Applebee's Bapples. When do we call it that? I call it that. Bapples? I don't think we call it that. All right. Appletizers, then. <laughs> these are the Appletizers. Okay. So I'll read you all of the choices. And then we're going to start narrowing it down. And the rule for the bracket game is that we have to agree. Uh, we're going to argue until we agree. Get comfy, folks. Uh, for every single single seed. Yes. So uh, in the first round, we got mozzarella sticks against boneless wings. In the uh, second round, we've got beer pub pretzels against onion rings. In the third round, we've got chips and salsa versus quesadilla. And in the fourth round, we've got spinach and artichoke dip against wonton tacos. That was my football announcer voice. Hello, hey-ho, and what do you know? Um, Okay, so let's start where it's easy to start with mozzarella versus boneless wings. Mozzarella. It's the mozzarellas. We all know that mozzarellas kick butt. Good. Uh, all right, next up we've got Beer Pub Pretzels against uh, I, Should we give rings. any sort of reasoning? Because we just were like, yup, next. No, we just agree on that one. There's no reason. All right. A mozzarella stick is a whole good. People are screaming at us right now. You realize that. There are people that would die for boneless wings. I'm I sure. would kill them gladly. I would do them that service. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, I assume everybody knows most of these, I guess. But uh, the beer pub pretzels is you get four big soft pretzel sticks and you can dip them in beer cheese. Uh, onion rings are onion rings. We know those, right? Um, I'm, I'm saying the pretzels. In our house, they're pretzels and not pretzels for reasons. <laughs> you just have to get uh, hip to all of our uh, internal jokes. They are not mozzarella sticks. We are speaking about mozzarellas. And, and pretzels. That's and pretzels. Um, I vote the pretzels. I, under normal circumstances, right, I would choose the onion rings. However... Onion rings don't apply to half-price apps. That's a good That's a good point. It is. And sometimes, onion rings are super hit or miss. If I eat too many, they hurt me. Well, yeah. <laughs> the beer pub pretzels have never hurt me, I don't think. Um, I, I might, I think I would agree with the pretzels. Is it brew pub? I keep saying beer pub. It's I think brew it's brew pub, pub pretzels. pretzels. <laughs> which is the worst thing that they could have named those. Can I have the brew pub pretzels, please? The brew pub. Yeah. Maybe the way we should do this is we should say what the two are, immediately say what we vote, and then if we disagree, then we argue. Okay. That sounds like a good thing. Do we agree on the pretzels? Yes. We're figuring it out live on the mic. Good. That is how we do. That's how we do it here. Just throw that lead on the floor. Yep. What am I supposed to do with it? Eat it? No, put it on the table, and then you throw it away in the appropriate container. I don't wash the towel. The towel washes me. Uh, anyway, um, chips and salsa versus the quesadilla. Chicken or steak? What do you usually get? Chicken. Chicken. My vote's the chips and salsa. Which would you vote? I disagree. You would vote the quesadilla. So now yes. we have to fight. Applebee's chips and salsa is fine. It's not great. They're not as good as, like, being at, you know, the, the Mexican restaurant. Right. Is Kitty getting her ball? What did she do? No. Oh. She was, she tried to climb through the arm of the chair, <laughs> and then instead it spun the chair oh, she's around. she's doing it. Kitty's trying to figure out the, the spinning chair. Here she goes. 
She's very confused why the chair is moving. Um, you're right. I like theirs because they're very salty. They are very salty. They're sometimes also soggy. Sometimes, yes. They're like, they're different chips. You, it is kind of a luck of the draw thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine saying quesadilla. Yes. With that Good. argument. I'm right. Um, and finally, for the first round, we got spinach and artichoke dip, which is like a cheesy spinach artichoke dip with the same chippies to dip in, or the wonton tacos. I'm not. A I like both of these. Fan so of I'm either of those. I'm having a tough time because I'm a fan of both. I think if I had to pick one, I would get. I would. I'm voting for the spinach dip. I I don't like really either of those things. Their wonton tacos are disappointing to me. They're not like tacos. They're like little things full of cilantro. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. a thing that people say that some people taste cilantro like soap. I think I have that thing. I mean, it's it's not uncommon. Right. It's just like half of people. I think. I think it's a lot of people. So are I don't. You, I don't like it. Are you voting for the spinach dip? I well, I don't really like spinach. Well, you either. have to vote for one. I mean, okay, fine. Spin, that's is fine. that what you're picking? Yeah, sure. Spin. It's that's. I'm voting against that next time, so it's fine. That's fine. Uh, so now we take into consideration round two: mozzarella versus quesadilla. Immediate vote: mozzarella. This is. Uh, Oh no. I here's my issue. If I was not hungry mm-hmm. and I just like we're going for a snack. Yeah. Right? Mozzarella sticks. If I have not eaten dinner yet, quesadilla is objectively more food. So that makes mozzarella sticks a better appetizer. No? I guess so. I guess you got me there. <laughs> Are we good? Yes. Hooray, mozzarellas prevail. Uh, next we got brew pub pretzels versus spinach dip. Pretzels. I like them both, but I gotta say the pretzels. Pretzels. And now in the finals, we've narrowed it down. See how fun that was? See how good and easy? Someday we won't have one that's this easy. Uh, we got mozzarellas against the... I almost said beer pub again. <laughs> the pretzels. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Uh, mozzarellas versus pretzels. Do you have an immediate vote, or are we going to have to discuss? I don't know. This is hard. I like them both. These are definitely my top two, personally. Yes. Um, and that's kind of the point of the way I set up the bracket. Is The point is to, like, put the better ones so that you get down to the better ones by the end. Right. So I tried to seed them in a way... That as such, like the way you're supposed to do it, instead of just doing it totally random. Right. Um, so, like, you know, this is a good matchup for a reason. Yeah. Um, my, I have to say the mozzarellas. They are less work. <laughs> Sometimes the pretzels are too salty. Sometimes they put too That's much true. salt on them. You have to, like, scrape it off. Um, a mozzarella is just always going to be You don't scrape perfect. it, you just bang it on the plate. Until I it... mean, I like rub my finger on it sometimes, oh. if it's too much. Uh, that's why I go with the mozzarella, because sometimes the pretzels are too salty, but the pretzels are so good. They are so good. Here's my, my secondary thought. I might agree that it's mozzarella, because here's why. Um, if you eat all of the mozzarella sticks, like, mm-hmm. let's say you're moderately hungry, like, I want a snack. Yeah. You know, you, what, what you do... You're not starving, but you're hungry enough. Right, what you do when you go to Applebee's for appetizers at night... Mm-hmm. You get mozzarella sticks. You can eat all of them and feel pretty awesome. Yeah. If you eat all three of those pretzels. Four, usually. Four. With the cheese dip, by the end of that, you're, like, dead. It's a lot more salt. It's it's a lot of salt. I think it's the saltiness that gets me. Well, it's just a lot of bread. Like, that's a lot of pretzel. Uh, I don't think it... It's that so much to me, but I see where you're coming from. It just that it seems to like lay really heavy in my stomach. I'd rather split the pretzels yep. and have all the mozzarellas to myself. Yep. Mozzarellas win. Yep. Mozzarellas win the first bracket tearing game. <laughs> Whatever we're calling this shindig. Uh, we'll come up with a better name. We always tweet say us that a we're gonna. Name. We always <laughs> say we're gonna come up with a better name, and then we never do. That's all right. Bracket bonanza. But I like Trivia Bonanza. That's yeah. one of my favorite names. Uh, good. We've done it. Our first bracket successful. High fives. 
I was just stretching. That's fine. High five. It's like when you're in, in school and they're like, Matt, and it's like, I'm just stretching. I never had that problem. I didn't either, but there was always a kid in the class that's like, like not, they're always sitting like this. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Or well, like no, scratching always, their back. They always stretch up like this. Well, I don't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Other people did. But I don't. Uh, so, yeah, we've done it. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us while we try out this new game. Let us know if you liked it. Let us know what other brackets of eight we should do. Maybe we can try Brackets 16. of eight. Brackets of eight. I was going to say maybe we should try 16 because that went oh. quick. But if we find one that we have to argue more about, maybe eight's a good place to stay. Well, Because this one we didn't have to argue I just much. like that because it's like the pirates, the pieces of eight. Oh, it's okay. So uh, don't don't tell us things that take 16. Uh, well, no, we can just, it's just always brackets of eight, even if it's 16. Even if we, like, if we did, like, Pokemon or something and wanted to have more. Well, then we'd have to do 500 brackets. There's, like, 900 Pokemon now. Oh, no. <laughs> and we're going to bracket them all. I'm going to All right, we'll, we'll put it, we'll, we'll put it in the running for names. I like that one. I like bracketeering, too. Maybe that can be the poll this week. All right. Those between those two, uh, we reserve the right to if we decide we don't like the one that wins as much. <laughs> but uh, you should vote for which one you like. Um, so hit up our Twitter aroundabouts Friday, uh, or if you have a better idea for a name, let us know. Uh, so thanks again for hanging around. Bracket time. Well, we have review time. That can't be it. That's situation review. Oh, situation review. How do you not know what we do on oh, this show? Oh, it's game time. It's game That's time. What we- <laughs> How about you be quiet and let me do the outro for once? <laughs> <laughs> Sit on your hands and close your mouth and be a good boy. Uh, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions or comments on anything that we've done today, feel free to send them to sleepingsituation at gmail.com or hit us up on social media at any time you please. We'll be around, and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, new episodes on Monday. Find them on iTunes on sleepingsituation.com, on Shout Engine, and that's about it. Thank you for being cool. Goodbye. That was my impression of uh, the Windows 98. Goodbye. Goodbye.